We are here to make you money. How do you say that? How do you know that? Five simple words, Mr. Michaels. Back up the Brinks truck. Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo, Antonio Schaefer, the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, and we are here to make you money. Tony Turney, be damned. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and today we're going over the Elite Eight matchups. Four games to rule them all. I cannot wait to bet these games. They're coming out fast. We're releasing this at midnight, so you get a chance to make money on these games with the leans from the best in the business, minus Tony Cavallo. I'll be giving on my bets. You might just not want to listen to him yet. But Dangles, before we move on, I know Drew's really, I mean, you can look at him now. He's jumping around. I can't even get him to sit down. He's so excited that his Michigan is moving on. But before we get there, Dangles, we need to pour one out for Buddy Beheim in the Syracuse Orange. It was a good run. Yeah, we just ran into a buzzsaw against Houston. And I'll tell you what, I mean, that was just, it was like night and day from the previous tournament games that we'd played. The defense was just not there. We we, we couldn't play with, with Houston defensively. We could not seem to figure out how to score on them. We had a terrible a shooting percentage from the floor. We couldn't hit from three. All the things that were working for us against San Diego State and against West Virginia were decidedly not working for us against Houston. Huge bummer. Uh, shout out to that team that a lot of people didn't think even deserved to be in the tournament to run it all the way to the Sweet 16, I think is just another, you know, it's a great year. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll be back again to compete. But yeah, it was not the outcome I was hoping for uh, this weekend. No, and I did not have any outcome that I was hoping for this weekend. If you were listening closely to my bets, I went a good old 0 for 8. In fact, I'm 0 for 12 in Tony Turney bets on this podcast. Yikes. A near impossible task. Ouchtown population you, bro. If you would have faded Tony Squares, you'd be up infinity units. <laughs> infinity units. You could have taken any one of them. Pick, oh, there's no fading. Fading doesn't describe it. You have to turn Tony Turney all the way off, like to zero. If 11 is the most you can turn him up to, you have to turn him to zero. That's how much we're fading. If, Tony had, if Tony had a 12-bet parlay and he bet like $5 on it, he'd be a millionaire, and somehow he's <laughs> ran off 12 straight L's. I don't I think we need a new word because mush doesn't begin to mush doesn't pass. Like, Mar- Marty mush is not as much of a mush as you are, Tony. I've even taken it up to the heavens. I apologize to Sister Jean. I try. I killed Loyola. I killed Sister Jean. I, there is nothing I can't touch right now that doesn't just sizzle away when it comes to college basketball. But still, I'm going to come back. We have bets for these uh, Elite Eight games, and I'm going to give you mine. And you can either listen to them or you can make money and go against them. Who knows where it's going to go. But before we get there, I have an idea on how I'm going to switch things around. Because God damn it, if I'm not going to get back up off the ground and get back on this horse and gamble again tomorrow. Because tomorrow there's something coming before the Elite Eight games that means I can make money getting into... Because I have nothing right now. The account is zero. So I need to make money before I can bet more on the Elite Eight games. And I found out how I'm going to do it. Get ready, folks, for the return of Tony Tires. Because you know what happened on Sunday? Tony Tires was a tire fire. What are you doing? For the first time since 1970, NASCAR is running a dirt race 
in their NASCAR Cup Series. It's happening at Bristol, and it got rained out on Sunday, pushed to Monday. So at 1 p.m. Pacific time, the Food City Dirt Track Race of NASCAR, not to be confused with the blue... Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) This is how you're going to make your money? Not to be confused with the Blue Emu (laughs) Pain Relief 500, which comes next week. No, we're at the Food City Dirt Track Race. And this is my favorite bet on DraftKings. Could you spin like a sign on a corner for like progressive or something like that? Wouldn't that be a more effective way? This sounds like lighting your money on fire. I am so in tune to this, Tony, by the way. I am just lasered into this. Tony Tires has figured it out. Okay. On DraftKings right now, if you go into the props section, you can take under race props because there's a lot of favorites in this. There's a lot of names that you know, and it's a dirt track, so no one really knows what's going to happen. But in my opinion, Vegas does. And there's a DraftKings prop right now that you can take the winning car number, like Dale Earnhardt was number three, the winning car number to be under 12.5 at plus money under 12 and a half. Now that might not sound like a lot of numbers, but you not only have uh, uh, Denny Hamlin, you have Kevin Harvick, you have my guy Chase Elliott, you also have the favorite in Kyle Larson, you also have the reigning champion in Ryan Blaney. You sound like me making the Super Bowl jersey bet two years ago. You have six of the 10 favorites of Vegas to win this bet if you go under 12 and a half number line. Six of the top 10 favorites for Vegas to win this bet if you go under 12 and a half at plus money. So that is the Tony Tires. Get back on the horse. Make things right. Moving forward always. Forget about the past. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. We're winning money right away at the Food City Dirt Track Race. The return of Tony Tires under 12 and a half, the number of the winning car at Food City. I'm excited for it i'll be tuning in revving those tires i can't wait it's a dirt track it's a dirt track tony uh for the sake of your soul your mental health and our listener base i sure hope to god you hit that brother me too let's make some bets of the elite eight yeah (laughs) can i just say that when i had the oregon money line on the last bet of the night and tony (laughs) and i look in tony squares oregon money line and i look at his track record did i sprinkle something on usc uh minus two I did. I did. I I, I had to admit it. I I have to admit it. I have to admit it. So my record was a little better than the show. However, Tony, we love you. Get back. Tony Tires. Yeah, we wish you well. Get get well soon. Get well soon. So let me take off the tires hat, put on the tourney hat. It's time to talk Elite Eight. And I'm going to go first. Dangles, give us the games, but I'm going to go first because that's going to give you two the opportunity to immediately change your bet if I take what you guys are taking. Dangles, what do we have starting us off? All right, fellas, we get extra basketball this weekend. It's going to be great. Well, I guess technically it's not this weekend, but it's a good way to end out a Monday when there's no football. Let's start it off. Number 12, Oregon State versus number 2, Houston. 4.15 Pacific, 7.15 Eastern time at Lucas Oil Stadium. That is your first game of the evening. That is uh, Monday, March 29th, a.k.a. tonight. A.k.a. tonight, indeed. And Tony Turney's got the winning bet for you because Tony Turney, two days ago, would have seen Oregon State beat the crap out of Loyola and that defense just suffocate them. And then see Houston do the same thing to Syracuse. Sir- Buddy Beheim couldn't score a bucket. They had him covered up. And say, how can you not bet the under here? This looks like the under. Well, Tony Turney's instinct has been wrong. So I'm going against that, and I'm taking the over, 129. Give me the over, Moving on. Drew? Under 129, snap, snap, snap call. I'm not even kidding. I was on the under. The fact that you are like trying to like do some weird-ass contrarian because your 0-8 is ridiculous. 
I'm all over the under 129. That was my bet before you even said anything. Now that you like the over, it's even better. It's incredible. These teams are going to struggle. They are going to struggle to score points. Houston is rock solid on D. How can you ever fade a Pac-12 team going the way this tournament's going? So the fact that you literally were like, uh, over 129 because I think so. Snap. I mean, back up the Brink Shark, back up the whole bank. Uh, under 129, that's a bet for Shape of the Sharp. Daggles? I'll tell you what, I don't I don't think uh, that that Houston is going to struggle to score at all. I think this team is excellent on the offensive end of the board as well. That kid, DeJon Giroux, is a baller if I've ever seen one. Obviously, Quentin Grimes is who everybody talks about. But but from what I saw in that Syracuse game, DeJon Giroux makes that offense move. He's the guy down low that they're paying attention to outside of Quentin Grimes. Um, and he makes a lot of plays on the defensive boards as well. Uh, I love this Houston team, but I do think Oregon State is going to keep it close. And, and they won me a bet last time around. They are now 16-5 and against the spread as an underdog the season, and they've covered in 13 of their last 14. So why not keep putting money on Oregon to cover at plus eight? I'm taking that. It's now seven and a half. I got it at eight earlier this afternoon. I'm just I'm rolling with Oregon State. They keep uh, they they have a true Cinderella story going on, and their coach's name is Wayne Tinkle. I'm all in on this. I mean, this is a guy who was mocked mercilessly in elementary school. I have no doubt about it. And 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 as somebody who got stuffed into his fair share of lockers for being short, I'll tell you this right now: <laughs> people like that have tough fucking skin, and they will win. So I'm taking Wayne Tinkle and the Oregon State Beavers to cover at plus eight against Houston. This has been your anti-bullying PSA from the West Coast Gamblers. Daniels, what do we have for the second game? Uh, second game. All right, staying at Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm pretty sure we're going to ride things out there from here on out. It's the number three Arkansas Razorbacks taking on the number one seed Baylor Bears and Scott Drew. 6.57 is the current scheduled tip time. 9.57 for those of you on the East Coast. It's going to be a late one. Arkansas against Baylor for a trip to the Final Four. Yeah, they love putting these games late in the, on the East Coast. I don't really understand. Now there's only two games you'd figure they'd get more viewers if it was earlier in the night. But hey, they know best. Scott Drew and Baylor has looked like the one seed sometimes, has not looked like the one seed all the time. Arkansas just seems to play in close games over and over again. Makes you think that Arkansas plus seven and a half is the play here. Baylor likes to keep things close, but then they erupted against Nova. Nova plus seven was the bet. I don't know how I lost that one either. So in my mind, I'm going to go Arkansas plus seven and a half. I've been wrong forever. Switching it. Baylor minus seven and a half is my play. Drew. Guys, easily um, didn't have you know nothing to write home about for me in the Sweet 16. I will talk about my best bet, of course, later on when we get to the Elite Eight Michigan game. However, my worst bet in hindsight by far was taking Arkansas minus six in the first half against Oral Roberts when all the data and all the pundits was saying how Arkansas, this team is just, it's like a bad plague. They just continue to get down in the first half over and over and over again. And as I think... Musclemen will get these guys coming out with their hair on fire and be motivated to get a lead. No, they continue to get down in the first half. I think I've seen Baylor play numerous times. Well, I should say three times this tournament, and they also have a tendency to start slow. So what am I going to do here? The only play I can see here, and I will be invested in Arkansas in a survivor pool based on teams I can't pick, and I already take Baylor. So I'll be rooting heavily for Arkansas to win straight up for my survivor pool. But the best bet I have for this game Let's go back the well. First half under 68 and a half. These teams are going to struggle shooting the first 20 minutes. 
It's going to be a lot of feeling out, a lot of long threes. I'm I'm banking on a lot of back irons, a lot of front rims. Let's play the under 68 and a half first half. Okay. Okay. Dangles, what do you have to counteract that, my guy? I'm actually going to sort of fade Baylor in the first half here. I expect them to get out to a slow, you know, a slow start. Drew talked about, you know, how both of these teams are ones that don't really play typically well in the first half. I do think Musselman is going to get these guys to come out with their hair on fire. Uh, and I think the underdog factor is going to play a role here. So I'm taking the Arkansas first half money line at plus 200. I think they go into that locker room with the lead at the half. But I do think Baylor ultimately pulls it out in the end. Wow. Okay. So let's move on to the first time ever NCAA basketball that matters on a Tuesday. What's going on on Tuesday, Dangles? Tuesday, we start off with a doozy. It's the number six USC Trojans taking on the number one seed, the 29-0 Gonzaga Bulldogs, 415 Pacific, 715 Eastern Time. Again, Lucas Oil Stadium here. Uh, the line uh, on this gentleman, because uh, I realize I haven't been mentioning the lines up to this point, USC uh, is in the hole by nine points. The total is 155 and a half. Nine points is big. Nine points is very big, but Gonzaga's look like that one seed. They are scoring on absolutely everybody. Drew hit a first half uh, point total on them, and it cleared with five minutes left to play. Gonzaga just puts the biscuit in the basket. On the other side, USC's doing the same thing. The Mobley brothers are looking dynamite. They're hitting threes all over the place. They're fast. They're long. They're terrifying on defense. They force you to make turnovers, and then they turn that into layups. It should be a high-scoring game. Tony Turney two days ago would have taken the over on this game. I'm not. I'm taking the under. Under 155 and a half. I will take that to the bank. Thank you very much. Drew. Guys, what's not talked about enough is Dangles. Help me out with the pronunciation of USC's coach, the Trojans. Andy, Andy, Andy Enfield. 10 and 0 ATS all time in tournament games. He could get he could lose ATS for the next 10 years in the first round and still be 500. Think about that. Wow. I mean, he's going at a pace we've never seen before. As you know, fellas, I have a Gonzaga juicy minus 230 ticket to get out of this region. I have it in my hand. And looking at this money line right now, it's minus 435. So let's do the math. I have a minus 230. The closing line is minus 435. What's that mean? Closing line value, baby. I love my Gonzaga future ticket. However, the only play I can make in this game I have to take the nine points. I just have to. I, yeah. I, 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 I think Gonzaga has every capability in the world to blow out anybody they play. And they certainly, as Tony has mentioned, they, they've looked the part. I'm very happy I've advanced them in my brackets to win the national championship at this point, hindsight being 2020. But the only play here that I can, especially with his incredible, unprecedented ATS run, I'm taking the Trojans plus nine points to keep it in single digits. Uh, fight on, but not fight too hard because we want that Zaga to win. I have a nine-point <laughs> medal. Let's go USC. Dangles, what do you have? Well, you know, I, I do think that this is going to be a high-scoring game, uh, and I, I think that Drew's bet is smart. Probably taking tr- taking the spread overall is smart here. Uh, but I was looking at this line, and it it, it didn't. Uh, it came out, you know, shortly after the game ended, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and going, guys, the first half total is 72 points. That's a big number. That's a big number to hit in college in 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 the first half. I'm taking the under on this first half. Look, I could get proven totally wrong here because Gonzaga could go and score like 40 points and and USC could easily come out and score 35 in the first half. It could be that kind of game. 
But I think it's a little bit more likely that Gonzaga's a little surprised by how good USC is, how how good and big and long uh, the Mobley brothers are, and that guard Taj Eddy that they have, who's very very good. Um, obviously, Gonzaga, I think, is is this is a different Gonzaga team than other years. They have a true one and done talent in Jalen Suggs, in and Timmy and Kispert are playing it as well as anyone in the country. Um, but I do think, you know, again, it's just going to be that they, they do play in a smaller conference. This is going to be a different level of athlete than they're used to seeing throughout the year. And I, I think uh, that 72 is a big, big number in the first half. And I also do want to just mention really quickly that I did nail my two team five point teaser with Gonzaga uh, and and uh, uh, Oral Roberts. Thank you very much. Maybe lucky, maybe lucky. I know, I know. Drew does not recommend doing five point teasers. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just the Dangles' luck. But uh, I did hit it. Nice hit, Dangles. Nice hit. Yeah, shut up, Dangles. What's the next game? All right, uh, last one again. Basketball on a Tuesday. We're staying with Los Angeles schools. It's the 11 seed UCLA Bruins trying to be the. Uh, uh, are they the first? Are they the? No, no. VCU made the Final Four as a play-in team. UCLA trying to repeat that. Uh, they're taking on Drew, your Michigan Wolverines, number one. Who I got to tell you, man, you know, you you, you gave us kudos for uh, uh, for 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 turning you on to Syracuse and and driving that in. I'll tell you what, I I am as convinced as ever. If this team is this good without Isaiah Livers, I can only imagine how good they were slash would be if he were healthy because they are they look almost unstoppable uh, out there. And just I mean, Hunter Dickinson, how do you how do you how do you deal with a guy like that? Uh, line on this game, gentlemen. Uh, uh, seven and a half points in Michigan's favor. The total one hundred and thirty-five and a half. Blue versus blue. I can't wait to see this matchup. UCLA has been my favorite team to watch and root for in this tournament. They've won me uh, out of all the teams that I've lost on. UCLA has not been one of those teams. Uh, I really like UCLA. I love those starters. I love those players. I love him. And as I cannot believe that they've made it this far and it shows how good the Pac-12 is. I really don't like Michigan without livers. I, I thought they would lose to Florida State. I thought they would lose to LSU. But again, Tony Turney's been wrong over and over again. Michigan minus seven and a half is my bet for this game. I'm fading Tony Turney as being Tony Turney. I don't know how that works. We're going to win these bets, though. Drew, what do you got? Without patting myself on the back too much, let me just say how gratifying it is to have your best bet of the tournament, your strongest <laughs> stance of the tournament, happen to fall on your favorite team, and you take it at minus three and the market moves, and you take it at minus two and a half and the market moves, and you take another minus two bet. Very happy. I knew that Florida State matchup was trouble, so I am thrilled with Michigan moving on to the late eight. Now, this game... UCLA, I'm telling you what, this Pac-12 is a buzzsaw. I mean, yep. this is this is crazy stuff. And I am, at first, I was like watching that Bama-UCLA game. Clearly, I'm rooting for UCLA rather than playing them than Bama. But I'm not so sure anymore. After seeing Oregon State doing what they do, after seeing USC dismantle Oregon, I really don't know. The safest bet in this game as a Michigan man, I'll tell you right now, if you want to make money, listen to Shave the Sharp. Is we've, I'm going to go back to the well here. Michigan, over team total. 33 and a half in the first half. This team likes to get up early. They like to create some energy. Their magic number this year for the first half total has always been around 35 and a half, 36. We get it here at 33 and a half. Now we, we know UCLA likes to play slow and we know their defense is tough. However, we saw today, Michigan, what makes Michigan so dangerous, you know, we made three three pointers, guys. We made three three pointers and we won by 18. It doesn't matter. We can play any type of ball you want. We're here to stay, and I'll tell you what, 
if we win this game and if Gonzaga advances to the Final Four, that is going to be Gonzaga's toughest game of the tournament. I promise you that. I'm not predicting a result. I'm saying that will be the toughest game. Michigan. That's the championship over thir- for sure. Yeah. Michigan yeah, yeah, yeah. over 33 and a half first half holding a future ticket plus 300 before the LSU game to get out of the region. I'm future heavy, baby. Let's go blue. That's going to be a hell of a point guard matchup. I can't wait to watch this game. Dangles, what do you have? Yeah, guard play is everything indeed here in March. Uh, I'm going in a similar vein to Drew. I also think this is going to be a high-scoring game in the first half. I'm taking the over 62.5 in the first half. Again, I, I think both of these teams are going to come out firing. Uh, you know, Drew mentioned the numbers on Michigan typically in the first half. I think with what UCLA is going going to be able to do with with uh, Juzang and uh, Jaquez, I think they have a great uh, lineup out there. They, they played excellently uh, uh, this past weekend i have a lot of faith in the fact that there are going to be a lot of points scored in this first half so i'm going with the michigan ucla first half over 62 and a half points and that's it for our lead eight gambles tony turney the one you want to fade has baylor minus seven and a half michigan minus seven and a half the houston over houston oregon state over and the gonzaga usc under drew Schaefer the sharp has under 129 in the uh, oregon state houston game baylor arkansas under in the first half 68 and a half the michigan team total over 33 Three and a half in the first half, and USC plus nine. Diggity Dangles, the hottest gambler on the show, has the Beavers at plus eight. Arkansas first half money line at plus two hundred. The first half over in the Michigan game, sixty-two and a half total. And Gonzaga USC under in the first half, seventy-two and a half. Tony Tires also under twelve and a half. The car number to win the dirt track race in Food City at Bristol. I can't wait to see tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait to see Tuesday. It's gonna be a blast. We have a big show. Come I might Wednesday. just watch that race so that I can I, I can I, I can either enjoy you know your uh, your success or lap up your tears of sadness. One p.m. Pacific, baby, leads you right into the NCAA games. I can't think of anything better to do. Uh, we have on Wednesday coming an MLB show because it's opening day this week too. All the sports are coming back at once. A full MLB season, and we're breaking it down. We're giving you futures. We're making you money. And then on Friday we have a Final Four show. If Tony Turney is somehow still breathing, that's it for the West Coast Gamblers. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer, the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and we are the West Coast Gamblers. A proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. We are here to make you money, and as always, thank you for listening. to the G, West Coast Gamblers. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access. 